the playoffs, Peyton Krebs, Vinny Hinostroza, the Hino Hive, all that ahead here on today's episode of the Locked On Sabres podcast. Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Joe DiBiase at Sneaky Joe Sports. Jordan Hanskin at JR Hanskin. We're going to talk some more about Peyton Krebs and Vinny Hinostroza today on the show. Our exit interviews for them, looking back on their seasons, looking ahead on what's to come for a young player that maybe we still want to label a prospect and a guy that's going to be a free agent. So it'll be interesting to talk about those two. The playoffs keep rolling, though, and I keep losing money betting against the New York Rangers. Yeah, sounds about right. Um, I <laughs> lost I lost Rangers? my team. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I would just start betting Avalanche. Just ah, the Avalanche, right? That's That seems smart. They are a machine. They should yeah. win the Cup, right? They should win the Cup. Especially if the Ra- – well – Gosh, every time I say the Rangers aren't going to win, they're going to they're gonna keep winning. Same, same. Yeah, um, but like I, I think the Avalanche are the best team. Is there a comparable team in the final four that you could say, if when the Sabres get good, this is the model that they're going to be? Or does or are they not like any of these teams, you think, when they get good? I How- think they are similar to... None of these teams. Maybe the Carolina. Rangers. Carolina was the team I kept thinking of for them. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, the goaltending is similar. Mm. <laughs> not not great. No. Um, yeah, like I could see that. Because um, the Sabres are not going to be built on star power um, when you think about it. Now, defensively, like Slavin could be considered like an Owen Power type guy. guy or right. Something like that, but. They don't have like super superstars, but they got a pretty good team all around. Yeah, I and you can't say you can't you can't say oh they're gonna be like Colorado when they're good. Just I mean, call, give me a break. It's like the fastest team we've ever seen. Or Tampa, um, yeah, in yeah. Tampa, right? They don't have the goalie. They don't have the guy that's like oh they're gonna have a Vasilevsky. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have a Shesterkin. So Carolina fit because they had just they just got Freddie Anderson in free agency, and like he, he was great. And he didn't play in the playoffs, but he was great. Um, but it's kind of like plug-and-play type of uh, style in that. And maybe the Sabres have a Shisirkin. Maybe Levi is that. Maybe Lukanen's that. But you can't you can't bank on them having a top-five goalie in the world uh, at the moment. Like, well, hopefully. We'll see. But they're not there yet. Um, yeah, I think Carolina fits. The blue line. Uh, yesterday's show, I talked a little bit about Lawrence Pilot. The rumor that he wants to return to Buffalo and resume his NHL career. Before we get into the stuff we had pre-planned for today's show, any any reaction to uh, Lawrence Pilot? Any memories of his two-year stint here? Memories, no. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I'd be I'd be happy for him to come back. I mean, we could always use more competition, more players. Um, I think it's that's shot. definitely good news. It's definitely good news. But I mean. I don't expect anything out of him. Mm-hmm. 
third 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 pair defenseman is what I'm thinking. Of course, it's a left another left shot defenseman. Is everyone a left shot now? Is that a thing? Like I know I'm a lefty. I'm on my stupid roller hockey team we play on Monday nights. Five of the six of us are lefties. Is that a thing? Are more that's kids wild. growing up lefties? I think that's yeah. more surprising than the Sabres having no right-handed defenseman. You think? You think that your that your roller hockey team only has one right-handed shot? Only one lowly right right hand shot. That's wild. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah. Um is this a coincidence or are more kids growing up lefties? My thought was like, are there more like does every right-handed player that's good at hockey want to play forward? <laughs> that's okay. what I wonder. Okay. I don't know. Like it's weird. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Um yeah. I think it's just chance. Okay. This of life. Yeah. I had to sum it up to one if I had to give one thing to blame. All right. Well, let's jump into our exit interviews for uh, today's show. We will start. We'll get to Peyton Krebs a little bit later on. Save him for the back half. I think he's probably the more interesting of the two players here. Not that the first player here is not interesting because he is a free agent. And the Sabres, by not trading him at the deadline, maybe gave the indication that they want to bring him back. But the lineup is going to be tough to make because it's getting crowded, especially with Jack Quinn and J.J. Paterka on the way up. Vinny Hino-Stroza is who we're going to talk about today. And I know you're a big Hino-Stroza guy, the Hino-Hive. Um, looking back on his season, we weren't really expecting much, but I think that was as good at, That's as good of a player you could have asked for for a, a bet minimum contract like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think with him, ideally, he's your like sub-in guy. Like the guy that goes in when somebody's hurt. Like if you're a great team, that's probably where a guy like Vinny Hinostroza is. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the Sabres, like I don't think you could do much better than him as like a bottom six player um, given their current state. Now it is going to be tough for him. He's got to play against guys that have expectation around them and guys that have really done it all in Rochester and look good. So like, he might be the type of guy that gets just bypassed by more talent. Um, but still, like he's a guy you, you want around. And if if somebody gets hurt, say JJ Peter gets hurt or Quinn gets hurt or somebody, like I could I could go through like five games of Vinny Hinas Rosa filling filling the spot. Yeah. I think that that's like that seems like his end role when the Sabres are a good team. Do you think he's too good for that? He's scored 13 goals in 62 games, and the numbers were good when he was playing with skilled players. So the guy he played the most minutes with on the season, amazingly, was Cody Eakin, who he saw horrific uh, goal-scoring numbers, scoring chance numbers with. But then Peyton Krebs right after that, Jeff Skinner is up there. Uh, Tage Thompson, even up there a little bit, Kyle Poso, like all the guys that p- had good offensive numbers this year, he played well with, uh, cousins too. He thrived off playing with. So is, is he too good for that? Because the question will become, will he sign up for that? But I guess that I'll pose that to you. Does he, does Vinny, you know, Stroza, uh, have enough power to command where he goes or does he just take the first contract the Sabres would offer him? I think it, I, I guess like the, the, the easy answer is like it depends, but I can't imagine he would have a better opportunity in many other places. Mm-hmm. Like he would have right. a good opportunity in like 
Arizona. Um, <laughs> but who but wants like that? besides who wants, that, like that? yeah, besides that, like I think the Sabers are as good of a chance as he has any. I didn't mean it to be like a slight. It's just like the reality sure. of the situation, and it's still better than most teams that he would play for. Mm-hmm. I think, by the way, he to me is the new modern day bottom six winger. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't need my John Hayden's. They're just lumbering around all out there running into things and all physicality because he ran into the boards and missed the hit. Like, I, I don't need that. He, he Stroza, that's the new bottom six guy. That's he's small, 5'10, 177, but skating like speed, skating, can chip the puck in the back of the net, responsible defensively, can penalty kill, and like can create can carry the puck through the zone. Um, I, I like him as, uh, even if it's not going to be him specifically uh, playing in the Sabres bottom six going forward, I, I like players like him playing my my depth roles. Yeah, I agree. Um, and what I was going to say is like, when, when you brought up the question of like, I mean, he did play well with good players. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. I guess the question would be like, what do you expect like Quinn to do with the same spot? Right. More. More. Right. More is the right answer. That's right. Right. So that's just where, like, it's like it's like potential, right? Right. You're weighing potential. Like Hinostroza, it's probably gonna be that. Like his best mm-hmm. year, maybe like 20 goals. Mm-hmm. Like, but that, I mean, that's solid. That's great. And like, he's the type of guy you do not want to get rid of. Like, you don't want to let a Vinny Hinostroza walk out the door. Right. Um, but yeah, it could be a season where like he starts out maybe in the lineup and then falls out of it. Um, but somebody's hurt all the time. Like Vinny Hinostroza could end up being like that guy and play like 70 games. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So someone's always hurt. That's right. Right. His career high, by the way, you're right, you're right about there. His career high to this point in his career, he's 28 years old. Uh Arizona in 2018-19, in 72 games, he had 16 goals uh and 23 assists for 39 points. Um, so if you were Kevin Adams and you're going to the negotiating table, what's your first, what's your contract offer? Zahina Stroza. What is the highest you would go term money? Like, what are you thinking for, for him short term? I can't imagine very long term. Like what's the max three maybe years. Like two, yeah. Two, two three, three years. years, maybe like three mil tops, three mil. I like that. Three years, three mil would be like the highest. I think I'd want to go. <laughs> when do these players start saying like, like, I know you got to get to that floor. <laughs> <laughs> Does he counter with one year, 13 million. <laughs> Give me an all one year. We'll get you to the floor, baby. We'll Let's get you to the out floor. of the throw him out of the room. I'll say this last thing about him. He just strikes me as the type of guy that if he leaves Buffalo, he's just gonna end up in Pittsburgh on Crosby's left wing scoring 25 goals. Oh, right? yeah. Right. He does fit like the Kunitz like mold. Yeah. Like, I'm not that good, but right. I get to play with this guy, and so I'm gonna right. score like 30 goals. <laughs> That's that was Evan Rodriguez this year, right? Yeah, like he's got that in him. Um, all right, so Hina Stroza, we both like the idea of wanting to re-sign him for a depth role, uh, not as impactful a role he played this past season because, again, he played a lot with Dylan Cousins. I think we'd want to see a little bit better of a line mate for Cousins, but that doesn't mean we don't want to see Hina Stroza uh, on the team going forward. But he is a free agent, and he will be someone to keep an eye on uh, when free agency hits in just under a month. We'll talk about Peyton Krebs when we come back, looking back on his season and looking ahead uh, for uh, the Sabres prospect. If it's okay to still call him a prospect. He's still young enough. Uh, that's coming up here in the Lockdown Sabres podcast. I want to remind you that we're brought to you by betonline.net. Need to find out 
Who you want to bet on? BetOnline.net, your number one source for all your betting stats and information, all the latest developments, news, and odds. This year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL's conference finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information. Head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. We're also brought to you by rockauto.com. Listen, inflation is out of control. Gas prices are out of control. Chicken wing prices are out of control. You're spending 16 bucks for a single order of wings right now. Any chance that you get to save money is you sh- one you should take. And you can do that at rockauto.com where you can spend 30%, 50%, or 100% less for the same parts from a chain that you would get from a chain store or a car dealership. I've mentioned the story a couple uh, a couple times now that a couple months ago I needed new window windshield wipers. I went to three chain stores, none of them had it, and I ended up paying half the amount in RockAuto.com that I would have paid in the chain store part if they had had it. And I did it in two seconds on my phone. Should have done it from the first uh, from the first point. Go to RockAuto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, and write "locked on" in their "How did you hear about us" box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Joe DiBiase and Jordan Hanskin here on the Lockdown Savers podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Be sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Peyton Krebs. Peyton Krebs. He ends up getting in how many games with the Sabres? 48 games, 7 goals, 15 assists for 22 points. Then... He goes down to Rochester, and he has 10 assists in, I believe, 12 games. No goals, but amazingly, no goals, but 10 assists in 12 games uh, in the playoffs for the Amherst. Played really well for them. Set up some important, crucial goals. A lot of them seem to be to R2 Rutzelainen in the Amherst postseason. Really showed off his playmaking skills, as he did at times uh, here for the Sabres. The advanced numbers are not good for Krebs. That was one area where there might be cause for concern, but young player, 38% expected goals for that was one of the lowest marks on the Sabres this season. But I will say that kind of like Hino Stroza, when he got playing with better line mates, like Dylan cousins, uh, especially in the blue line, when he's playing with Darlene, when he's playing with Tuck, Tuck and Asplund, Tuck and Asplund, his numbers are through the roof, but everybody else, they're kind of low. A lot of Anders Bjork in there. Uh, middle stat, the numbers weren't great. So first season with the Sabres, what's your takeaway on Peyton Craig's Peyton Krebs? Were you, would you come away impressed? Is impressed the right word to use? I would say there's like moments that I was really impressed with him. Um, you know, I, I didn't know what to expect with him. I think that there was expectation just because of the trade he was involved in. Um, but I thought as the season went on, he got better and better. Um, especially with like when he plays with Tuck, I think that that was his by far his most impressive moments. Um, yeah, like I, I think that it was a success. Like, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't look down. I don't think the numbers necessarily speak to it. Like, I think he take his, I remember when he first showed up, it was like, ah, he's not really ready. And then he went down and then he came back up and then he was, I thought a lot more effective and I think they gave him more opportunities to be effective. Um, and I think playing when Roger, that was a great move by the Sabres too, because 
it allowed them to kind of see him play with some of those guys. Like even R2 Roots Alignin, I think, is competing for a spot again. Um, I don't know what the that and like if Krebs, if say he and Krebs like look really good together, like you could yeah. I could see that being a factor in there too. Like I think that the Sabres have just a very interesting camp coming up. Possibly the most interesting they've had in a long time. Yeah. By the way, I flipped the games and the assists uh, on his Amherst totals in the playoffs. He had 11 assists in 10 playoff games. No goals. What a stat line. Zero goals, 11 assists uh, in 10 games played in the Amherst playoffs. Um, The other question about Krebs from this past season is center versus wing. His production was a lot better coming from the wing than it was from center. So... Are we at a point where we're ready to give up on the idea of him as a center in the name of getting better production and trying to make the playoffs next year? Or are we still should we still be in the finding out if he could be a center phase at the beginning of next season? I think if, I think you could definitely like still work to find out. Um I think you're kind of like you're kind of seeing what they all work like how they all work together. Um so what like our centers right now we got Tage Cousins, Cousins. Asplund. And, and even Asplund. Asplund, as I talked about uh, last night, played mostly on the wing last year. Okay. So I, I'm middle stat. I want to see if he could do it. Middle stat. Middle stat. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I kind of like, I think middle stat and Krebs can battle it out for that or whoever they like, whoever think they think is better suited for it. Um, my my gut instinct says that Krebs would be better at it. Hmm. I just because of the, play, the playmaking. The playmaking, yeah. you would think he's perfect for that. Right. And then, like, I know I know our take on Asplund. We want him to be the fourth-line center. Ideally, yes. But, um, yeah, like, I, I think that that's, that's interesting. Um, but that's what, like, this is, like, a great year for that. Like, I know we want them to be, like, competing for a playoff spot. And that's, like, that that's, like, the we were tired of losing. But this is also like still a year of like see what we got with these young guys, um, mm-hmm. more so. Um, because we're gonna have probably what like two or three more added to the yeah. mix. So it's it's still gonna be like there's still gonna be some learning curves. I don't expect the Sabres kind of like this year, I don't expect the Sabres to be like hitting their stride until like game like twenty or thirty. Yeah. They're in a good place too when like this is not like when Eichel and Reinhardt showed up where it was like, all right, kids, like we if we're gonna make the playoffs, it's up to you. Like all it's right. all on your shoulders. Whereas, especially with Jack Quinn and JJ Paterka ready to show up, and you've already got Thompson and Cousins and Tuck, like you got all these other guys. Krebs, you want him to take another step forward, but it's not uh what do I want here? It's not Paramount. To, to, yeah, 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 to say that he has to be great next year for them to be a playoff team. Uh but what do we what do we think for his ceiling? Like, are we do, or do we not know? It, or is it too early to 60, make a judgment? 70, 70 points, maybe like seventy points. I think like ceiling, a, like yeah, like he'll be like twenty five goals, like 45, 50 assists. 44, yeah, yeah. I think I see that for him as well. The other uh, the other place I'd like to see more out of him is the power play because mm-hmm. that that's where he was thriving with the Amherst, where the the cross ice passes saucer passes through two sticks to get it onto roots and stick who was kind of the the main shot on the amherst power play get the puck to roots and on a one-timer cross ice and krebs was doing awesome at that so and, he would be playing like one of those corners of the umbrella right 
Like yeah, yeah. Sides. Yeah. Like kind of where like Jack was. Yeah. Kind of where Jack was. Um, but maybe like Olafson on the other side and like mm-hmm. trying to get him the one timer off. I, I never liked love Tage on that corner because I think his shot is hard, but man, it's just so. I like Tage in the middle. Like, to be honest, Me too. Like, middle spot. Like the, little, like like the high, high slot. slot. Yeah. Like the high yeah. slot. High slot, tuck maybe in front of the net. And then you just got because of the shot. Comparison. Like Tage can like yeah. rip that off like a little pass. Right. And like the little wrist shot. I like the little, mm-hmm. the little quick wrist shot uh, in, the, in the high slot better than his one timer. So. Mm-hmm. Krebs doesn't have the shot at all. So putting him on that corner, like you're kind of giving up on him scoring from there. But again, I think that the value of that cross ice pass on the power play, I'd like to see him get worked into that uh, a little bit more next season. Um, But overall, I thought pretty good, like pretty good and enough to where like, we're still, we're happy with the Eichel trade at this point. And he's a big reason for that. Talk is probably a bigger reason for it. Uh, But in the, the, the first round pick ending up 16th, is another reason for it, but Krebs doing what he did is a is part of the equation of why we feel good about the Eichel trade right now. Um, and I think that's it. I think we covered it on him. There's no there's no contract thing to talk about with him, right? Because what do we got? Nice. Two more two more years of his entry level contract. One this next coming year, and then one more year after that. So way too way too early to even begin thinking about that. Um, all right, 21 years old, Peyton Krebs. Who do we want to talk about next? We're almost done with the forwards. We could probably we, finish out the forwards next. We, yeah, Jorgensen's. Just do it like a grab mishmash of of like the the bottom tier forwards. Like yeah, because like Bjork. Like, some of these some of these are pretty some of these are pretty easy. I think like I don't think we need to take a lot of time on some of them. The, I, maybe what we'll do next show we'll split it half the time we'll spend on like Jorgensen's and Bjork and Eakin like the guys that there's not really much to talk about. And the other half we should probably spend on Victor Olofsson. Mm-hmm. We've not talked about yet. And he's a restricted free agent. He is arbitration eligible. He is a little older than a lot of these other guys. He's 26. Um, he might be an interesting guy to talk about. So we'll talk, we'll, we'll finish off the forward group. Then we'll get into the defensemen. Uh, and once we're done with that, because there's only, there's fewer defensemen obviously to get through, we'll full speed ahead to the NHL draft. Uh, and free agency as we kick it into high gear here in off-season mode on Lockdown Sabres. So thanks everybody for listening today. Hit the like and subscribe button on YouTube. We would really greatly appreciate it. You have no idea uh, how much uh, that actually helps uh, just doing the stupid little hit the button thing. Um, So appreciate that. At Sneaky Joe Sports, at JR Hanskin, at Lockdown Sabres to follow us on Twitter. And thanks for making us your first listen every day. Now go make your second listen, Lockdown NHL. Lockdown NHL, covering the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It is free and available wherever you get your podcasts.